don't look like a runner with Nick and John. All right. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Just uh, checking. Yeah, I'm using the right eye microphone. Good, good, good. Call recorder's going. Call recorder's going here. I haven't bothered to check if I'm using the right microphone. You, you'd tell. You'd know. You, you sound fine. Uh, I was just reading uh, two two articles. One um, titled, Google, <coughs> titled Google is really good at design and one titled Apple is really bad at design. Kind of, busy day. Can't disagree, <laughs> mate. I've day, put a day off. I can read. I can read design articles if I want. Well, I mean, you might argue it's part of your job anyway. So, nah, sort of, sort of. Well, it's it's work adjacent. <laughs> Title. Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> didn't want to say it, but um, so I've just noticed something about where I'm recording, which is that there's some massive foam panels which I might take a photograph of to go on show notes. And I believe they're supposed to go in the door to make it even more sound deadened. But they're not, they're not in the door. But that's, but it's slightly terrifying because then I would be just trapped in a glass case of emotion. Hmm. Um, it feels like a fire hazard. I've been wondering, cause I record in here quite a bit now and I've been wondering what they're for, for a, for a bit. Hmm. They just look like, um, they're about the size of a guitar flight case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in thickness. in thickness, in every dimension, they are the size of a guitar flight case. They're right. width, length. Um, but it turns out they, they gatefold out. This is mm-hmm. this is great content. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, this oh, this is going in. This is going and in. They've, and they've got uh, they've got Velcro on them, and there seems to be matching Velcro on the door. Essentially, all I'm doing is I'm exploring my environment like I'm in a, an RPG game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what What do you see to the left? What do you see to the left? <laughs> so if i stick these in here some sort of spell will happen and a magic unlock will appear and uh i'll go to the next level so that's that's good news nice i recorded in here this morning yeah. and i nearly left all my all my gear in here but i thought well there's the off chance that somebody will use this room other than me and no, no one's been in here it's exactly as i left it this morning it's your room now mate it is basically it's an incredible piece of kit that i've got in here there's so much gadgets i don't know how to work um Nice. But, you know, I think anyone knows the room's here. It's a bit like, have I told you about uh, your former workmate who uh, bought a house and then found a secret room when he moved in? No. Which which, uh, which workmate is that? Well, it's not going to com- uh, compromise his upset too much. Ian yeah, yeah. just recently bought a house um, and when they moved in, they discovered a door that wasn't there when they looked at the house. <laughs> what, like in? Uh, well, I don't want to do spoilers for Westworld, but um, <laughs> well, yeah, what door? <laughs> what door? What door? <laughs> um, so it turns out the previous owners had had it behind a fridge, right. and when they opened it, there was a sort of a there was a kind of a you know under the counter room that nobody had been told about that wasn't on any of the plans. Uh, it's got there? plumbing apparently. Oh, what's in there though? It's an empty room with plumbing. That's basically what it is. Oh, right, okay. Plumbing to nothing. And uh, every time he tells me that, I'm quite jealous because it's. I think it's about the size of um, the room I'm in right now, so I can make a little podcast studio in there if i got a you've secret become, room. You've become obsessed with podcasting. Some people get all the breaks, mate. Some people get a clandestine podcast room with plumbing to nowhere. Uh, mm. 
You've become obsessed uh, with podcasting. Have I? Yeah, yeah, you bloody love it. Well, yeah, it's I do. Not, it's not a bad thing, but... Well, yeah, just, I do enjoy it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here every week talking to you. Are you trying to tell me that this isn't a viable financial venture? I was just, I'm, I'm doing it for a sweet, sweet dollar. <laughs> you know, it's coming, it's coming. We'll, we'll, we'll get paid soon. <laughs> well, we haven't mentioned Blue Apron enough recently. I think that might be a, an issue. Yeah, um, Stedman uses uh, one of the um, one of the, the services. Um, Gusto, is it? Was it Gusto? Yeah, is it, yeah. Is it Gusto is that is that one of them? Yeah, he's. Um, if you if you follow I am Stedman on Twitter, you'll find out what all the meals are from the Blue Apron rival. That's apparently cheaper. That's why he uses it. Wait, whoa, whoa. Oh, is this a show? Is that a show? Oh, start the show. This, I, I, I started the show. I started the oh, show okay. as soon as we started. Hello and welcome to You Don't Look Like a Runner, a hydrating podcast quenching your thirst for fitness, running and tech. I'm Nick. I'm John and I was just having a little drink there, so that was oh, nice uh, on-brand content, well done. No worries, I just noticed as well I said fitness, running and tech, which really mixes it up for people. It's like a, it's like a B-side. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, do you know what I did this weekend? The most nine, have I told you what I did this weekend? Have I like conversed with you outside of this conversation? Um, I, I don't think you have much. I, uh, in the most nineties move I think I've ever done, I went to a literal rave <laughs> and watched left field perform leftism in its entirety. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, the irony with a lot of these nostalgia tour things is that, like, Leftfield never probably played leftism in its entirety in the nineties. No, no, <coughs> they were, ama- so they were absolutely amazing, mate, mate. Absolutely amazing. I didn't even. I, I, I was sadly for me because I think I would have really enjoyed it. I was born a few years too late for to really get into rave culture. I was mm. probably like fourteen or something when rave culture hit. So I never experienced it first time round. I don't even know the album Leftism by Leftfield, like other than the song off a Guinness advert. If that's mm-hmm. on my record, I haven't heard anything. But man, what a show that was! Woo! Oh yeah, that sounds great. And w- were you in Bristol? Yeah, Bristol. Yeah, is that where it all went down? Yeah, Simple Things Festival. So weird. So- it's, it's one of the festivals a bit like All Tomorrow's Parties, where it's like a real eclectic mix. There's no genre at all. I watched like um, this two piece punk band that I quite like. Uh, called Diet Sig uh, in the afternoon in a foyer of a hall and then in the main hall later on that night I watched Left Field and then went to like some uh, see some DJ play a bit later on it's like there's loads of massive mix of stuff nice. didn't know any of it apart from Diet Sig literally didn't know anyone else who played but it was it was good I was sober as well for the entire thing Oh, well, I was just about to say, isn't that what festivals are about? And then you dropped sober on me. No, um, not being sober. It, would you not say that a festival is about just fight, just listening to things that you wouldn't normally listen to? Yeah. Yeah, the thought. Then, uh, well, I don't know, yeah. Because a lot, a lot of people are really anxious about seeing their, seeing their stories when they're there. Um, you know, they they want to they wanna, they wanna go to specific bands and a lot of people are very much run by the schedule. Yes, in a way that I haven't been when I've been to festivals, except for maybe one or two big ticket items, which are normally small tickets, but you know, big tickets for me, where I kind of like I've got a pin there and a pin there, and the rest of the day, I'll go to anything. Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair. Isn't that what everyone does? I don't. Think I don't think so. You're not, you're not much of an outlier there. I don't think. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been, I've been to some festivals with people who've been very anxious about the, the schedule. So it's oh, been yeah, lucky definitely. they've been there with me because I've been like, yeah, I'll go to that. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. If you want to run the day, I'll just walk along eating tacos behind you. Um, and it, it, I'll have a nice time and you'll be really stressed because two of your bands clash or something. Mm. Bristol is a nice town. It's a city, but yeah, um, I okay, love thanks. Bristol. <laughs> I love Bristol. I think we're, I'd like us to be uh, accurate in our uh, informational sections of a podcast. So no, I, has, lo- is, I, I love is Bristol. That, is, that, is, that, uh, is that it's a city in the old sense of the word? It has to have a cathedral or is that a city in some other... Because there's some of the cities now, they don't even have a cathedral, mate. I don't want to get into that sort of be careful. Um, neo-political debate with you. Uh, we've got another podcast in, in the works for that. Wow, um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know, actually, but it is a city. Uh, I only know that because of a football club, um, oh, right. which, is, which is essentially how I, how I judge whether something is a city or not. It yeah, is, that, has, is, that is the definition, isn't it? Pretty much, is there a football club with city in the name? If um, so, city. City, if not, must be a town or village. If not, has it got a big church? If yes, then uh, go down to the next part of the flow well, chart, there, is, yeah? there is a big church. I did see a big church. Oh, St Paul's, St Paul's Cathedral. That's in... It, well, that's been taken, so... Is it? Yeah. That's, that's in London, mate, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, maybe it's not St Paul's. Maybe it's just an area of Bristol. But see, I, I wish we hadn't got into this because my, geog- my my abilities at geography are, as, as, as being evident here, terrible. Well, anyway, I was in Bristol. I like Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It was good. I was sober at the festival, um, which is particularly off-brand for me. But I, I, I had to make a choice quite early on because I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning to get um, the train down. And mm. the festival was billed to go until 7am, uh, which, which I had no, there was no aspirations at any point of making it until 7am. Clearly, all- clearly there's a whole day between you getting up at six and the festival ending at seven. Oh yeah, I of just, course. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I got, 20, 25, got momentarily halted sorry. in my stride there. Yeah. I was like, you went to a festival for an hour? <laughs> you know. No, no. It was all on, it was all on the train. No, what so did you get pissed? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a it was a twenty five hour day. It would have been, which obviously didn't didn't couldn't handle. But I was like, I can't be going to bed at like ten. So I need I need to kind of stay up. So I had to choose between drinking and sort of falling asleep too early, mm-hmm. or sacking off the booze and um, going soft, but soft with caffeine. So coffees cokes just trying to keep I mean, mate, the, uh, the people really. around you have got certain solutions to the problem no well yeah yeah you know famously with there was the, a few there, there was, the <laughs> so so when we uh, went to see Leftfield, we got we were like right we'll get in early we'll get some um because there's a balcony and then there's a bit there's a floor bit right and just in case you're wondering how old i am we were like let's get in early and get some seats in the balcony um <laughs> so <laughs> we got we went and got our seats and then was, we were like right okay we've got 40 minutes until till i start let's a couple of us go and get some drinks from a bar um because the bar was like it was right earlier on in the day but as it got later and later getting served at a bar was an absolute nightmare so we're right let's go to the bar get some drinks and we went and got some drinks we were carrying four pints between there's four people there so there's two of us carrying four pints each and we uh we got into a lift because it was on several levels of this big Colston Hall. I think it's the one that's currently being debated whether it should be renamed because I think he did like something in the slave trade. Well, so, it's Bristol, uh, the chances are. So, yeah, so they're talking about renaming it. There's a lot it. of that in Bristol, isn't it? 
Is there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, Bristol is Bristol's the one mate for the slaves. Oh, is it right? Well, he, yeah. he's he's got a lot of stuff named after him, and I think he, <laughs> he uh, had let, let's just say a problematic past. And um, <laughs> so he's in this place called Colston Hall, and there was like bands in the foyer, and then there's like three other rooms kind of dotted around the hall where there was stuff going on. There was the main hall, right? So we went, we jumped in his lift that t- took us up to the balcony section because we we're like we're not gonna we're not gonna do the stairs with these four pints in our hands. And they're freezing cold. And our hands are like ice. And we come out of the lift, and we the doors open to this enormous cube that has suddenly formed to get into the balcony section because it's it's now become completely full. Even right. though we have seats in there empty that are waiting for us to come back, we, we're now being caught in this one in one out system to get back into the to the balcony I'm surprised section. Your seats were still there if that was the process that it's well, taking well, place. No, but, 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 Left but some bags a, and things. Well, there's two other people there. There's four uh-huh. of us. So two of us went to the bar, two stayed and saved the seats. Got you. So what is one in, one out system? And we were standing next to these lads in the queue and they were gurning their faces off and they were like, let's just have a rave in the queue. Let's just have a rave in the queue. And the Basically, they like hires from space. Basically, yeah. So the whole time we were, so the, for about, I think it took us 30 minutes to kind of get through this queue and back to us back into the set. so we'd missed the start of the show basically and um the whole time we were, we were both standing there holding these four pints freezing our hands off while these four lads just <laughs> raved around us and i have a dance i was like look at what i'm holding i can't have a dance also that diet coke is for me i'm not in a <laughs> mental state to be gurning my face up and raving with you in a queue but the woman standing in front of me mate I'm pretty sure yeah. she was the Welsh girl from Human Traffic. Now... That's so 90s now. Now, whether... <laughs> I can't believe I'm, you went raving in Bristol with a girl from Human Traffic. I'm wondering if it was ba- like, almost like trick of a mind, confirmation Lulu bias. Lulu the little Welsh one? Uh, the one going out with Coop. Yeah, the little Welsh one. Yeah, yeah. So I was there like... Well, this, Tina. This, Tina, innit? Uh, yes yes yep. i was like oh, this this must be my mind playing tricks on me because i can't be at an actual rave and the person in front of me in the queue <laughs> is tina from human traffic that can't that can't actually be a thing that's happening otherwise because if it is i'll tell you what john if it is i've been wondering about this recently and i've been seeing a few things around in my life that's making me question reality and that would be for me confirmation that we are living in a simulation because there's no other there's no other explanation for that is there really no, there's not. <laughs> I mean, you'd want to retire your uh, your anecdote game after that, really. Exactly. It just, but people would not believe you. So I'm I'm not saying it's confirmed, but she was Welsh because <laughs> she spoke to us. She was Welsh, right. and she looked a lot like Tina from Human Traffic. If right. it was twenty years later, right. So I'm like, well, you know, I should have asked, Are shouldn't you- I? I should have, you should have challenged her to do the uh, to do the, uh, the the scene where she gives up her job in the McDonald's. That would be her classic set piece. I'd, I would have imagined. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, missed opportunity. Yeah. Another missed opportunity. Anyway, how was your weekend? It was good, mate. It was good. I, I just uh, I just wanted to say about Bristol because uh, I think you you've probably been there before. Fair to say, you've been you spent a lot of time down there. Not a lot of time. Yeah, I've been a few times. A lot of times. Have you, ever, you ever, been, ever been running in Bristol? No. It's a bit hilly, isn't it? 
Oh God, Jesus, it's hilly. Yeah. Um, so our, I, our mutual friend who I was staying with, um, yeah. he lives at the top of a hill, and that was ah. that was good at three in the morning walking home. This is why I thought you might have been for a, you might have been there enough to have been for a run. I went for a run a couple of times in Bristol, various things I was going to, and um, some beautiful places to run because there's like lo- lovely long streets, but there's also um, quite a lot of brutal architecture. So there's a lot of you end up like running through a lot of subways and underpasses and overpasses as well over big dual carriageways, mm. and um, I the first time I did it I thought right I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to the suspension bridge, yeah, and yeah I got to the suspension bridge but then I realised why there's a suspension bridge there because it's really high in it yeah. yeah. I was at the bottom of it, mate. I was like, well, I think I'll, I think I'll turn this in now and go back home because I don't want to have to climb up to the top of there to run across that bridge. Because uh, yeah. I've run in Newcastle and the Newcastle bridges, you can kind of be at the bottom of those and go, yeah, I'll go up the top. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's an elevation it's a big, of a it's few It's a big fella, isn't it? Big fella. <laughs> it's a big boy. <laughs> it's a big old boy. Yeah, I am. Um, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't run that. He, he was telling me, though, that apparently there's a cycle path that goes from Bristol to Bath. Which apparently oh, is just nice. completely flat. That'd be a good run because it'll be at river level. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. It follows like a it follows train tracks and rivers. He says it's a really nice, nice route. That's even with that for me though is uh, don't like long straights on a run. Mm. Feels it, it, it drags me down a bit mentally. I yeah, like when it. you can see the when the um, horizon point is in your view and there's nothing to break it. Yeah, I, yeah. I find that. Mm, I don't. I'm not into that. Mm. Good shout. Quick bit of follow up on last time. I just like to apo- I just like to apologise to everyone for the general sound quality. Um, I thought it was interesting that and quite amusing for me when I was editing the podcast that mm. I sounded absolutely appalling the whole way through because I was working right. off those AirPods. And then mm. there's a moment in the middle of a podcast where you literally cannot believe that I'm using AirPods because you think I sound so good. And it, yeah. I found it incredibly amusing listening to how bad I actually sounded and you being like, wow, man, I cu- this is, you've blown my mind. <laughs> Yeah, I can only assume you were trolling me. So you were like, right, no. Listen. Did I did I mention on tape that after the fact I started to that you started to sound different? I can't remember if I did. You said you thought there were some artifacts that you were attributing to Skype, but I think maybe yeah, it was just the yeah. compression of the so audio. So when I listened back to the record, which I do every week, I yeah I was less impressed every time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it, son. But, not using, you know, not using them today. Like, I could go to a theatre and I could uh, I could see some people doing a thing on stage and believe that to be true. And then if someone said, well, you know, they're not really fighting with swords and that's not really a helicopter, I'd go, oh, yeah, you've revealed the truth of the world to me. I don't um, understand your um, well, just, just sort of analogy like, there. What I'm saying is I can uh, I can get in the moment of something. I can watch a film and go, oh, there's some orcs and stuff like that. And then if I stop and think about it, I'll notice that they're all generated by a computer. I think it was a bit of that. I, in the moment, okay. I wasn't aware of it. As soon as I was aware of it. Um, mm. I was aware of it. Well, I did have the of your audio, but I thought let's stay true to the content. Let's. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you doing keep that. In. But I apologise to anyone where they thought it sounded bad. Uh, so, do, yeah. you, Any, uh, do you do you want to do some AirPod chat, or do you want to? I've got a quick, a tiny, tiny couple of bits uh, of AirPods um, follow up. We we talked about when I went running with them, mm. and um, they didn't fall out, and they. Uh, I had subsequent runs with them afterwards where they didn't fall out and, and whatever, but just couldn't quite, just, just never f- quite felt secure um, 
with them because they do just sit they just sit in there they're not they're not sort of squidged in they're not held in by anything um other than your the sh- the sh- like shape of your ear and their ergonomics uh, so i purchased some like little silicon overbuds that have those um hooks you see on the sports headphones you know ones that just hook into your into your ear right um and they've been a revelation they it's they're solid as a rock now when i go running with those they were like a fiver for two pairs um they're honestly just little bits of silicon that go over the ends but just that extra bit of security when i'm when i'm running they've been they've been the missing piece for that particular section and i've got to say about the airpods as well like my, my position is still i would never recommend anyone to spend 160 quid on them but i haven't used any other headphones i do love them they're great mm. I really love them for what for using them, but I just wouldn't recommend anyone spend that much money on them. But they're they're awesome bits of kit. Okay, and Did I do you, prefer, um, I do prefer I have to say as well I do prefer them for running over those Aureli ones because although that neckband isn't a problem, not having it is even less of a problem. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's, sure. there's, there is literally no wire on me when I'm running, which is great. That is great. So you, you've spent about six or seven months trying to convince me that a neckband's not a problem, and then just it's just not a problem. Out. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. But okay. we're, we're talking about essential magic, right? We're talking about like there's just uh, nothing connecting mm. these these things at all. There's no wire. There's no neckband. There's nothing, and that is when you're running. That is like amazing because you just forget about them completely. <clears throat> Okay, so um, while you while we've got the uh, the Aureli Sobars on the table, as it were, um, I still don't feel like we've ever pronounced that correctly. Well, in all mate, the times we've said it, I think we could we could talk about that some more, and we'd be wasting our time because I've got some sad news for you, mate. Go on, they're finished, mate. They're done. What do you mean? What are you we've about? been we've spent our entire back catalogue. We're up to episode fourteen, fifteen, digging up uh, the uh, Aureli or. Already, we can't say it. The already so bars, and um, they're not available anymore, mate. Which is exactly what I was saying last time when we well, talked you about. Did, yeah, but I bet I, 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 twenty quid says you can find the exact same thing just under a different brand name because yeah, that's the I nature of those. Can. Those cheap Bluetooth headphones are. I think what happens is somebody patents um, the design the, the yeah. hardware and all that stuff. And then they essentially just license it, license it out to other like numerous brand names. Cause I've seen, do you remember those ones? Um, yes. I had years ago. Oh, what are they called? Uh, I can't remember, but we, we um, oh, they're like Zoom Doesn't matter what they were something. called. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. There was a yeah. There's a particular set of blue headphones, but I've still got, they still work, which is amazing. I mean, they're great battery life I and mean, they do still work. They just got a bit, a bit tatty at my end. Um, mm. And those are available under different brand names still. Like so I don't think it's names. anything as as uh, quite as high end as you just pitched, but I, I think I, I think you're generally there. I don't reckon anyone's patenting anything. Um, I I think someone's got the injection mouldings for the cases. And um, oh yes, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. And is and, and is buying some chips and putting them together, and then uh, another party can go and buy those from the factory and then badge them up. I think I think it's probably yeah, at that no, level. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, that's kind of yeah. what I meant, but I don't really understand the mechanics of all, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, essentially, yeah. there's one manufacturer, and yeah, I'll have twenty thousand pairs of those with my Al- Alreli logo on, please. Yeah, exactly. 
so they are probably out there we just will need to find them again so it was a it was a sad moment for me it was when i was doing the show notes last week <laughs> to be fair, um, it's, all, it's all conceptual to me it's the concept for me it was the concept of i think that you could find plenty of um bluetooth headphones that follow that pat- design pattern and you'd be fine yeah because of the certain features and um and ways that it was working and the uh the way it addressed problems that we'd found with other around uh, sort of uh, cables and those sorts of things indeed indeed um uh, the mutual friend i stayed with actually um he recommended a pair of bluetooth headphones to me but he yeah. was we was talking about like the um you know the 100 quid range and i was like oh you don't know me at all son okay we when i buy bluetooth headphones i'm looking at the 20 pound max outlay on those bad boys so what was you looking at those jaybirds or something like that um it was some plantronics uh ones um i'll get the link off him we can stick him in show notes but he he massively recommended them he said they were really really good uh Mm. for uh, they like specific sports bluetooth headphones and has he had them for a while so because yeah he's he's not not done our our trick no i think he's had them for quite a while yeah he's a big fan got he's, he plays a patient game before he makes a recommendation yeah he's, he's not he's not as impulsive as we are um did you use siri at all with your airpods because you were gonna try and, and oh, i couldn't get... i couldn't bring myself to do it mate no i couldn't bring myself to do it also i found it incredibly useful having the double tap to play pause so i didn't want to take that out of my arsenal right so no sadly still haven't uh I, the only I'm, i am using siri though um i still can't get it to change my name back <laughs> um but i'm I, i'm using it again when i boil eggs to set timers so it really is worth all that um investment yeah i am um, i feel like i feel like repeating myself because i've already said this on thread today but um i mentioned to you on a text whoa, 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 whoa. weekend don't be don't be talking about other podcasts on this podcast i date other girls what can i say uh, <laughs> you don't um i messaged you at the weekend and mentioned that we had a, a kindle fire in the house yes and um the amazon lady in the tube is so much better than siri i have one on order i have one of the new what, ones you on actually order. getting a lady in the tube or are the you tube, you're getting yeah. a fire tablet no oh, i'm okay. getting a tube i'm getting a tube so and, i don't uh, know I, I don't know specifically what it's like when you have it in a speaker um <clears throat> or a dot or whatever the things are that they call them but in the tablet it's it's quicker it recognizes um speech better the acid test here being that it's the kids using it and yes, i find well, that kids for some reason get shy when they talk to computers in a way that i wouldn't imagine they would hmm. um and their voices go a little bit small and weak uh but it can it can he can hear the kids well and then the results it gives are so much better than anything that i've ever seen siri do uh, yes. because because siri you'll ask it a question it will throw up some answers and it'll be like oh well i found this answer now you can unlock your phone and you can find out some information and eventually basically it takes you to a google page and you're like well i could have googled that whereas siri brings uh, siri alexa brings up lots of useful information on tiles straight up and you can get it it's great well you know Big why fun. that is we know why that is don't you or, or no, I don't. well okay so if you think about the t- two environments that those voice assistants were born out of mm-hmm. one was born out of a phone and one was born out of a tube the problem for the phone is that it always has a fallback of giving you a google link so it doesn't try that hard whereas if you've got a tube you can't then it, the tube can't say here's a here's some links because you can't then follow those links 
So you, the actual interface itself demands that the voice assistant deliver you a result rather than a link off to find your own results. Right. So it's, it's an interesting one when you look at kind of like design driven, um, yeah. functionality. So I've, I've ordered a lady in tube because, um, my mum's got one and we went to stay over, um, a couple of weeks back. Now I was, I was reasonably impressed, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but basically my kid absolutely loved shouting at Alexa to play the Moana soundtrack. So I've kind of bought it for the, um, the enjoyment. It's basically, I basically, I want her to shout at somebody else to play the Moana soundtrack, the Moana soundtrack. <laughs> rather than just constantly shouting at me to play the Moana soundtrack. So I'm just trying, I'm essentially spending 90 quid to uh, get 10 minutes piece really, uh, which I think is a good, a good purchase. So, but it, it, I think from what I hear, the new ones have got a better sound quality and yeah, I'm just going to stick it in my house, use it for setting timers, use it for playing some tunes. Well, don't you know, the, mate, don't know what podcast landscapes like with it, but, um, at the end of the day, mate, you know, um, it, you just use each part of the coconut. Um, so you, so you need. <laughs> oh. <sighs> you see, you laugh, but I mean, it's really, I love that film. And I really like the soundtrack, so but, but I've heard it so much. It's, it's untrue. So now that's in my head as well for the rest of the day. So thanks for that. Do you have any more follow up? I do. Go on. I do. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse Digga, Go on. No. Um, <laughs> so you uh, you nag me sometimes and tell me that I should be listening to various podcasts that would improve my, abilities to, improve my abilities to be your co-host. So I duly listened to Vergecast and they talked about podcasts, not podcasts, they talked about Bluetooth headphones. So I oh, thought yeah. oh, I can have a great conversation with Nick about this and then we Go got on. late being a record, so it's got a bit long in the tooth now but one of the things they were talking about was the move towards proprietary systems of headphones yes open standards so, john you well, yeah so your your airpods will work with other bluetooth devices won't they yes because they do have bluetooth within them but they also have a proprietary version of bluetooth which is the one that you talked about last time which is name i can't remember is it h something it was a W1 chip, wasn't it? We came across W1 chip. That's you, the one. You, you corrected us in the show notes. I corrected you in the show notes and then just forgot it. I thought I don't need that information anymore. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so um, those proprietary systems allow it to work better within an Apple phone than any other type of type of headphone. And then I believe Google have now done the same trick. Is that correct? Uh, I think so. Yeah, they've got those fancy ones that translate in real time, so you can be ah. talking to someone in. They can be talking to you in Swedish, and. Uh, it will tell you what they said, but you won't be able to answer them back because you can't speak Swedish. But I mean, I suppose it's 50% of the way there. Well, yeah. You know. So, uh, but if they've got the same headphones, you can talk yeah, yeah. back to them. Oh, man. But that's, yeah. that's how the Babelfish works in, um, in Hitchhikers or the Universal <laughs> Translator in uh, Star Trek. Like, everyone has to have the thing and then everyone hears the thing. So it's all good. That's true enough. Go on. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to know what your what your feelings were of the fact that you've essentially bought into the death of um, headphones, mate. Because um, let's face it, a mini jack has been around for a long time, and yeah. it's it's perfect. It did its job, and yeah. now we've gone. Now we've got Bluetooth. Everyone could be using that, but people are starting to push into different directions. Um, 
Is that problematic or is it good? Is there more benefit to the user for that? There'd be more benefit to the user if it was open and people, other people could manufacture stuff using the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, it's it's. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to ape that podcast too much because um, it was. It's a very good podcast, and they made some very good points. Well, one of the things they said, which I fully agree with, is that we are w- working towards. We're basically getting locked in to yeah. an environment, right? So yeah. if you're, if and I, and I feel this big time because I am not uh, an Apple fanboy in any way, mm-hmm. but. Historically, I have found that I prefer things like um, OS X. And yep. Yes, I, I know everyone wants to call it OS X, but it's OS X. Um, I prefer that as an operating system for my computer. Um, I found the Apple phones more reliable than the Android phones I tried when I first started getting into smartphones, so I sort of stuck mm-hmm. with them. Um, and other than that, really, up until these these headphones which i kind of got for um because i was interested more than anything i suppose um other than that I'm, I'm fairly like agnostic really i'm not i'm not a huge obsessive with with apple and i don't believe they're beyond criticism and to the point where over the past few years i have thought of them yeah you know more interesting things seem to be happening in the in the android space mm-hmm. and a couple of years ago, I bought an Android phone, which I really, really, really liked. But I'd found that I had become so reliant on iMessage. Yeah. All my friends are on Apple phones, so everyone uses iMessage. And a lot of kind of communications using photos or GIFs or whatever it might be that are all sent through the iMessage protocol over Wi-Fi so they don't cost as a, an MMS or anything like that. The fact that I was then not able to use that system, I found it really hard. I remember we, um, Mm -hmm. as in you and I, had like three different messaging platforms we were conversing across whilst we tried to work out how to kind of deal with each other. Yeah. Um, Because some some people I know are on WhatsApp, some people aren't. Some people I know are on Facebook Messenger, some people aren't. And it's like, when you've already established these kind of uh, rules of play where you are... You know, we converse over iMessage, and that's how we converse. Trying to change that's actually really difficult with with individuals. So yeah. if you if you suddenly started sending me Facebook messages, it'd be a bit like, oh, okay, it's a bit weird, and you kind of like instinctively don't go to to that platform to to speak to that person. Yeah, and I think this is the same sort of thing. This kind of platform or like environment lock in, where yeah, you can use the Apple headphones with um, any phone you want but you're not going to get the full advantage. Like Which when you're spending you... 160 bucks on a pair of headphones. Yeah. You and want to get your money's worth. Totally, totally. And I've actually, because it's interesting to bring this up because I wasn't going to necessarily talk to you about this on this podcast because I didn't want to go too, too techie. But mm-hmm. I am considering, mm-hmm. I want to get out of this. I don't want to be locked in to, mm-hmm. to like one particular system's... Um, you know, plat- like platform. I don't. I don't want to be to be locked into that. So I'm like, right. What's going to be the least pain point for me to do that? What's the, what's kind of the first step I can take? Because part of part of the iMessage thing was I was sending a lot of iMessages from my laptop. So yeah. I had this kind of like flow. Um. So I was like, okay, right. So what what's going to be, be the, the if I want to move away from being everything Apple? 
which I think I do because I don't know if I am enjoying a lot of their newer products, right. both phone and laptops. Um, and I'm thinking, right, I might want to move away. I think I might investigate Windows as a computer operating system rather than thinking that Windows is terrible and OS X is the only one I can use, which has my, been my default state for the last 10 years, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on experience, because based on using Windows when it was terrible, uh, everything I hear is that the new one's decent. And they are bringing out some really nicely designed pieces of hardware in the laptop mm-hmm. space. And I'm like, you know what, maybe that could be. If I get if I break the chain by getting a Windows laptop, mm-hmm. so that my phone is no longer just an extension of my laptop, mm-hmm. will that then allow me to kind of um, get out of this lock-in, this platform-based lock-in? But I feel like I'm in, and it's, it stresses me out because I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of feeling like that, kind of, uh, in that way. I, 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 think, hate, I think you and I are hate, similar in that, aren't we? Yeah. Um, go on, sorry. I was going to say, um, and we talked, I think our first episode, or, or quite early on in, in our episodes, I'd got this um, Apple laptop from work, yeah. this, mm-hmm. this new 15-inch touch bar one. I, mm. I really don't like it. I think think it's ludicrous to say hate about like a piece of technology, but it is like incredibly frustrating. Wow. The battery life is appalling. Absolutely Mm. appalling. Like I get two to three hours out of full charge. Awful. Awful. On a MacBook Pro? MacBook Pro, yeah. It's, It's shocking. It's shocking. And the touch bar is useless to the point that I've set it now to essentially just have the function keys it always used to have. So like the volume up and down play pause, but Mm. it just has them virtually. So it's not even doing anything for me. It just permanently has those on the screen. The touchpad, the touchpad is, it's fine to an extent, but if you need to like drag and drop something, it's just Mm. hideous. It just doesn't have the, the dexterity to do it. Um, but the battery life thing is for me is the killer. It's, it's just, I, I like to work out and about, but I can't yeah. work in certain spaces because I know they don't have readily available uh, plugs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm really considering... So I've... Because I've, this is bought from work, so I've had to contact them and say, look, is there even a, an option to kind of change this to something else? Um, or, wow. am I, or am I stuck with this? Um, and if there is an option, I might consider getting one of the Microsoft laptops and see how I get on with that and see if that can kind of break those chains of um, platform locking. Blimey. Because I don't... I, cause I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead anxious about the day that my current laptop needs to be changed, but I'm, I've got a long time with this one. So <clears throat> essentially, as far as I'm concerned, I got, the, I got the last good MacBook, so... Well, you can still buy the 2005 MacBook Pro 15-inch. 2015? So, 2015, sorry, yeah, Jesus, 2005. That'd be that'd be a vintage. Um, be a beautiful machine, there, mate. Oh, I I got um, I got Hannah like a 2009 one uh, mm-hmm. from eBay that had been like refurbed with an SSD and stuff. The keyboard on that machine, oh my, it's bliss. Mm. It's beautiful that keyboard. So yeah, I think the 2015 one, which still has like normal ports. Oh my god, the yeah. ports! I know it's so like it's the thing that everyone complains about, but it is infuriating having to use a dongle every time you want to plug something in. Mm. Also, MagSafe was a beautiful uh, piece of technology, which no longer is used. It's now USB-C, which the only good thing about these ports is that I can, li- I can charge on either side of my MacBook. But I mean, that's it. Um, 
they don't give me anything else. I don't drive a second monitor, so it doesn't matter. It's mm. just, it just doesn't work for me. So I'll either get from work a 2015 MacBook Pro so that I can have all those, like a, a keyboard that is has a bit of travel, a trackpad that works, a MagSafe charger, a you know a USB port, you know, crazy things that only a lunatic would want. Um, or I might look at maybe for work because I've got I have my own Mac at home, so it's not like I'm I'd be you know cutting. You know, I could use that for my personal stuff. Maybe for work, looking again at Windows machine because mm. there's nothing mac specific i need um for my job i could actually run a lot of my job on a chromebook which is a tempter but um there is a little mm. bit of my job i couldn't do on a chromebook so yeah it's uh, a, Chrome, a chromebook is a classic morton idea that wouldn't work i can I, I can see the telltale signs of a morton plan that wouldn't work and that's one of them i i tell you why that is it's because i i crave that idea of I know you do <laughs> a <laughs> of something that is almost throwaway. Yeah. Everything exists. I love the kind of like um, you sign in with your Google account and everything's just there, and it's mm-hmm. incredibly fast. It's very like streamlined in terms of bloat and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that seems really tempting. But there's just a few things I have to do that probably you can get um, browser based. Uh, proxies for them but they're just not quite there that you know things like running command line operations and stuff doing that in a browser-based environment um with like a virtual machine is not the same as running it actually in your in your own shell and stuff so just a little bit outreach for me but if i was just doing like the part of my job that takes about 90 percent of my job i think i could i'd really quite happily get away with using a chromebook um but sadly uh I don't think it's going to be a thing, but uh, yeah, I'm really tempted and I'm really tempted by those new surface books, the ones where you can mm. detach the screen or flip it round and turn it into a tablet and stuff. That's interesting. So it's almost like an so, iPad pro MacBook pro mix, which is the a, direction that you'd have thought they would have taken by now, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there doesn't which seem to be any have been ready for as well. You hear a lot of the commentators are ready for it and it never happens. Yeah. It's, they'd be going. It, they'd be pushing on an open door in terms of consumers and in terms of critics. Yeah, but they're not going there. But I think they're it could be something could else. Be a, could be a way to go. I really like the idea of just being able to flip it around and use it as a tablet, like in the evening, um, or mm. detach it and use it as a tablet just for like, you know, browsing the internet or something. Um, mm. And then switching into work mode. So if I get the opportunity, I might I might look at doing that. Um, but I don't. I have no idea at the moment whether I'm going to be able to do that. But yeah, so that's, I don't know how we got there, but yeah, that's, so I think, we got, well, I think got there from headphones very, somehow, didn't we? Yeah, I think you, you and I are very similar in this, in this regard. And it's something we've talked about a lot about that lock in and that kind of being stuck with Mac. I think the one thing that differs between you and me is like, I'm, I don't feel like I've got the headspace ever to um, push into that space. Whereas you've you've often managed to find the time to do it to go and try the Android tablets and the Android watches and the Android phones and I'm just sat here going, oh, I do, everything's working at the moment. I can't lose a couple of days where this isn't working because of just this 
it would just freak me out and take me away from other things. And the trouble with Windows, there was a there was a move at work for a while when you were still here. You'll remember where we were talking about all the Macs were going to have to go in the skip and we wouldn't be giving you any new MacBooks. And I was like, well, all right, fine, but I've not used Windows since XP. Um, so if you want me to be able to effectively demonstrate things to people, you're going to have to get me into being a competent PC user at the same level that I'm a Mac user. Yeah, yeah. And and you're going to have to take me to school. That's a huge concern for me, yeah. For a couple of weeks. Um, so that I feel that I can stand in front of a classroom and say, right, I'm going to do this thing and I want you to follow along with me and I'll show you what we're doing. And then when you've got a problem, I can show you what that problem is because I'll know my way around your computer. I just, I can't, I can't operate within that space in a Windows environment anymore. And it's it's bad on me that I've let myself get that far. I think Microsoft has moved on so far with Windows since then. I know. And and also, I think as well, if I'm looking at the two, I love computers, right? I don't, I'm not about tablets for doing work. I'm not about getting work done on your phone. I love a computer. And if Mm -hmm. I look at the two companies and I'm like, which one of these is actually likely to serve me long term with a a good innovative computer experience that Mm -hmm. keeps improving? Where's the evidence that Apple's doing that? If they've they've tried to innovate on these MacBook Pros, and almost universally they are hated by people. Mm. They mm. are they have sacrificed functionality for form. They have sacrificed usability for form and for aesthetics, and um, that's not that's not good design. Yeah, that that might be good art, but it's not good design. Mm. And I am seriously a lot. I, I'm surprised how much I dislike this machine that I'm using. Mm. The things I like about this machine are the fact that it's got a lot of RAM and yeah. it's got a good processor, but I could put that into any machine and then it runs OS 10. It's like, those are the things I like about it. The actual using it, I, I can't overstate how bad the, the battery life is. Well, that's why I'm glad I've got, uh, I've got a 13 inch 2015 and I had it, I had it uh, filled up to the max with RAM, and I had a one terabyte SSD put in it. Um, you won't need to change for a very long time. Uh, yeah, you're, I won't need to change for fine. a very, very long time. Thirteen inch suits, suits me because I have a big screen on my desk, and it's a big screen that currently can be driven by this Mac. If I had a different Mac, my screen goes in the bin as well because it's uh, yeah. like a two thousand and ten display screen, a cinema display, or something like that. Yeah. Um, the terrible thing so about I, this is as well, this the fifteen inch, which is what I've got has the better battery life out of the two. The 13 inches apparently got even worse battery life. And that blows my mind. That must be, you must just have to have that plugged in all the time. I, I get about nine hours out of this, this laptop at the moment. Yeah. I should be able to leave my house with it fully charged and get home at far, and like go and work in a coffee shop all day and get home and put it on charge again. That's, I should, mm. that's the minimum I should be able to expect. As it is, I have to change location at twelve o'clock or midday or like, or like lunchtime if I have to get if I have to you know work into the afternoon, and it's it's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. almost like you're working for your computer rather than your computer working for you. If you're doing that, I have to yeah, I have to base where I want to work because I want to work in places that kind of um, engage me and make me more productive. Yeah, in my role, and instead I'm having to pick places like that I'd rather not be but have power. And it's mm. like, I'm just, uh, like I say, if they come back and say I can change it, whether I change it to the older MacBook Pro model or yeah. whether I get the Windows, I want to see, I don't want to piss them off because I don't want to be like Goldilocks trying loads of different things. But 
I'd be I'd, no, I, I would you. be tempted by that windows like it would be like it's almost like it's a bit of an opportunity um in a privileged position that I am to be mm. able to go you know what let me try now because I think if I tried out like windows on a terrible couple hundred quid laptop that I maybe could pick up from curry's or something is curry still a thing jesus um I think, it is. Sure. I think that would almost be detrimental. So if I'm going to try and switch back to Windows or at least give it a fair crack of the whip, I have to be mm. working with comparable level hardware. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, ugh, yuck. Like I associate Windows with the bad hardware I'll be using. So, yeah. and I'm not probably going to shell out that amount of money myself. So if it's a case that work will provide me with that as my work laptop, then maybe that's the opportunity to try it. So we'll see. We'll see. So well, in terms of a very, this, very, te- um, very tech-heavy episode so far, we need to talk about some running and some fitness. Well, we? no, I'm going to. I'm just going to do a little bit more, a little bit more tech talk, just to say go that um, I'm not. I'm not going to go in a full review on this, but to loop it back to the Fire tablet that we got in the house the other day, mm. first Android tablet that's impressed me. Yes, uh, but then again, I've never looked at an expensive Android tablet. But um, Fire HD8, seriously, if for, for most people who've got an iPad Mini. I don't know why they spent three or four hundred quid on that when they could have got the Fire HD8. Yeah. If if you're not trying to have some sort of work replacement machine, and you just want to do some email and some stuff, I mean, eighty quid. It's a it's a phenomenal piece of kit. It's so nice. The building it's so good. Mm. Um. And the and the uh, the Android implementation I really like. There's the slight problem that you don't have the Google Play Store, but you can sideload it. So. Because yeah, it's a very heavily uh, proprietary version of Android, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it is. It's it's really it's a bit like Samsung was like for all, isn't it? But it's it's probably the most. Um, but you know what? If you're coming from Apple and you look at that, it doesn't feel like you're missing out on anything. Yeah, <laughs> Apple's much more proprietary than this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so well, perhaps, um, perhaps that's perhaps that is a good thing though, because sometimes sometimes Androids are paying because it is a bit almost too open. Yeah, um, and you don't exactly. know. You have, it's almost you haven't got you haven't got the quality control necessarily. Mm. Um, but that, yeah. that was another epiphany where I was kind of thinking, like, you know, why why is my household so Apple just because my work has always given me an Apple computer? Why have we gone down that line? Um, that I do do some, in inverted commas, power user stuff on the iPad, but very, very minimal stuff, very minimal mm-hmm. stuff. Um, uh, and in, in truth, it's it's a luxury item rather than a – well, they're, they're all luxury items, but you know what I mean? Within, yeah. within a spectrum of tablets, it's yeah. a – it's a luxury thing to have. So that was, um, yeah, um, we, we came at that through headphones. We'll put a link to the verge podcast episode where they do talk about this locking issue through the paradigm of headphones. It is an interesting thing to keep on yeah. top of and, uh, let us know how you get on with your laptop changes, mate. Cause I, well, I'll be interested. I don't know about anyone else. It's cause I, I don't care it. about anyone else. I do care about it. I, I don't. It's, n- it's nice to know you care. It is nice, nice to know you care. And if you've only got a couple of hours battery, how are you going to um, send off a pre-race registration form for the Great North Run, mate? You know, you can. No, I know. Trying to segue there. Do you see that? It was, well, you are a pro. You can see you do so many different other podcasts. Um, hey, mate. I, um, I don't think I have done yet. I don't think I have. No, I have. I've pre-registered, yes. So you, was that, you was and that I are both... A, wait, is that just a bit where you put your email in and then they let you know yeah, when it's yeah. open? Yeah, I've done that. So we both committed to sign up to the Great North Run and then realised that we couldn't. So we're um, we're waiting for uh, waiting for the nod from that. Um, and we had some a little bit of listener feedback. Some people want to run the Great North Run with us. Hello, Joe. Oh, really? Um, oh, no. And Not... I, 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 I said, oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll all get we'll all get t-shirts and run as friends. By the way, that's not happening. And then I think he misunderstood me. 
uh, I had to clarify that he's more than welcome to run with us, but no, I'm not wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> All right, so you entered into an awkward social interaction with someone. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a big news, is it? Okay, good. Through, good. Our, through, our, through our corporate account, so, you know. Okay, okay, fine. All right, so it could have been me then. I suppose they would have assumed it was me if it was an awkward social interaction. Yeah, so. they, they, probably, they probably did. Um, but um, a bit anxious now about having my details in the Great North Runs uh, system, mate, because uh, London Marathon won't stop emailing me. No, really. I've not. I've, I, do you know, I've heard nothing from Great North Run. Um, no, I've not heard anything yet. But uh, London Marathon, who famously rejected me, I was going to say, why do they keep contacting you? They're really, they're really picking a mass scab, aren't they? Well, their first email had the subject line, uh, "John, are you in?" <laughs> no, <was> like, no, <laughs> lads. <laughs> we talked about this. You were very specific about me not being in. Um, um, everything that I was anxious and worried about, about formal organized running is coming and biting me in the bum with this now because I'm getting a message every week and it's like, well, well, you didn't get a place, but why don't you raise like three grand and get all your friends to pay for you to have a place? What I like here is this is like London Marathon is uh, out at like three in the morning, bit drunk, (laughs) and he's basically basically texting you, you up. That's what London Marathon's doing right now. Yeah. Just, te- just like, oh, hey, uh, you up. That's, all that's, that's what's going down there. Uh, yeah, that's exactly, that is exactly what they're doing. It rubbed some salt into the wound and then it did open up this other wound, this this problematic thing I have where like I'm fine with people running for charities, but I don't, I don't personally subscribe to the idea that I should uh, hitch up to a charity that isn't part of my life just so I can go and run in London. Um, mm. And they're very keen that I do. And it's it's such a corporate machine now and my, my email address is trapped in it. I'm going to have to dig my way out somehow. That's good to know. It's good to know. To they have a lot of other events as well. They're kind of like, oh, do you want to come and have a cycle in London instead? Do you want to come for a swim? Well, it's a marathon of swimming in a pool. and uh, Not a marathon of swimming, surely. We discussed no, that before. That would be physically No, no, no not, not an actual marathon of swimming. But, they've, yeah, they've got a lot of other events for me, mate. Mm. Oh, dear. But anyway, you got any, um, got any running news, mate? Um, only a couple of tidbits. Tidbits? Tidbits. Um, so, bit of tit tape. Bit of tit tape. Broke the... Uh, I needed that this morning actually my nipples are sore as anything um, from running not from anything else that's fine mate, that's fine, mate. <laughs> just, just leave the nipple clumps at home next time you go jogging you'll be fine yeah I just, well, they might have no anyway so uh, I broke my 5k again that seems oh, like it's nice. a reasonably regular regular feature but this one was frustrating because I was so close to getting under that 8 minute per mile average pace which I was thinking really was out of my reach but i ran it at eight in 803 miles nice so it's almost like when you finish that you're like oh if i'd have just pushed it a little bit harder i could have got under yeah um i haven't been close to that since it's been a, a couple of weeks or a week and a half since but i do find that with my running i'll have like yeah. a general um I'm finding that my general pace now is pretty much nine minute miles if I'm not trying to push it or if I'm not trying to take it easy. If I just sort of naturally go out and don't think about it too much, it's about nine, sometimes five seconds under, sometimes five seconds over, but generally in that, in that window. Um, 
so I've not got near that again since. Um, I think I, it's, I, I have to go out with, everything has to be right. I think when I message you about it, you're like, oh, really good conditions. It's like, yeah, it was actually really good conditions. Just a bit of moisture in the air, but nothing too too heavy. Um, nice nice enough temperature. I was like in a good good place in terms of like being quite nicely warmed up and everything just was going right. And then you also, with all of that, have to be going out with the right mindset to go, you know what, I'm going to give it a bit of a push this time. Yeah. So I do, I do tend to find that those, they are sporadic when those moments happen. And I just kind of, I'm not too worried about them. I just let it, let it come quite naturally and go, you know what? I'm feeling it today. I'm going to go for it. It's, you know, it's, it's the right time. Um, the other thing I've thought about doing, and I think I might start, start from now. Well, I'd, I'd started it today, but I think I'm going to do this consistently now is I'm going to think I'm going to double my distance. Okay. Um, from 5k to 10k each time i go out for a run now rather than just doing right. 5k's um because i found a ni- another nice 5k route from my house and do they dovetail onto each other then so you can do like an eight figure of eight kind of loop beautifully nice. absolutely beautiful. so essentially i run one of them you get to the end of the main road on i live off yeah for one of them you turn left for the other one you turn right so right. all I do is I finish the loop coming back down that main road and then just carry straight on into the next loop. Sweet. Um, and they both involve running around like nice, quiet, new build estates. Yeah. So there's not a lot of traffic other than the main road running down. There's not a lot of traffic. Yeah. Um, so I did that today and I managed to do that. It was like, I don't know, five miles, point, 5.94 or something, so just under 10k. So I can obviously add a little bit on just to get that, the, the all-important stat there. But I did that mm-hmm. in like nine minutes, uh, eight minutes, 50 miles. So it was nice to maintain that pace over the slightly longer distance. Yeah. Um, so that's the other little bit. And I think that'll help if I'm going to sort of get into doing like a half marathon sort of train again. Then that'll help sort of up in that distance and the only other thing i say when i did that um i tested out that new route when i did it i purposely run slowly so right. i run i ran purposely at about 10 minute mile pace which back in the day would have been my normal pace yeah um because i was like almost, almost perfectly going you know what? i just want to go out and have a nice hour or like 30 mm. minutes to myself sort of like just clear the head a bit I don't want to be physically like pushing it too hard and out of breath and stuff. I just want to kind of chill. And I've come to realize that I can run at that pace. So sort of mm. just under 10 minutes incredibly comfortably. Right. Um, so that's a good thing to know for me, if I'm thinking about doing like a, a really long, much longer distance. Yeah. That it felt like something I could maintain for quite, quite a long time because I was just in no physical trouble at all. Not yeah. even out of breath. My heart rate wasn't too high. Um, it's good to know that I could probably turn turn a decent distance in at that sort of pace without pushing it too hard. And I think that's probably just from doing like the shorter pace runs mm-hmm. has really has really helped that. So I think I'm going to mix those up with with like like I say the, the double route. Um, yeah, I was going to say try and keep some of those fast fives going. I, I reckon oh yeah, it will, oh, it will got help. A, definitely, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I'm just I'm just simply not going to have time to do the full 10k every time anyway. So no, it's always going to be. Um, so you're going to go like a two short, one long kind of routine or? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Something like or, three, or maybe, three, three runs a week and then a bit of cycling or something. Yeah, 
I don't want to get into it too much, but I'm struggling with motivation for the gym still. I'm still just much rather getting out running. Um, but yeah, I, I've got how's, to try and keep um, some cross training in there. I think. How's how's weight with the changes to routine and with the the target now being like a good five six weeks in the past? I actually haven't weighed myself. Okay. I've I've not worried too much about it really. Okay. Because I'm Brilliant. happy. Trigger warning. Sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah i wasn't worried about my weight mate oh no and no I just... no, no. I'll I tell you what it is it's like um i'd hit that target but long mm-hmm. before the target was hit i was almost like i'm sort of just doing this now for the sake of hitting that target yeah it wasn't about actually achieving anything tangible because i'd already achieved it. like the, the like four pounds or something was just like arbitrary really um i'm still training quite a bit i'm still not eating appallingly although it's not been as strict as it once was i don't feel like i've put any weight on all the clothes that fitted me when i'd hit that target still fit me um if not fit me a bit better i might have even lost a bit i don't know but i've but i've sort of quite happily taken that metric out of um my life and just focused on how do i feel physically and mentally rather than worrying too much about four or five pounds either way. Because I quite, could quite easily have put five pounds on or, or hot seven pound on, I don't know. Um, that's good. That's, that sounds like a good, healthy place to be. Yeah, I just think I'd, I'd, it definitely felt like I was just basically, just, I, it was totally like, I just need to hit the target and then it, that's done then. Um, and maybe, that, uh, maybe I'll reassess that at some point. Uh, if I start to feel like I'm putting weight on, beyond what i'm happy with you know if, if clothes start not fitting but um if anything it's been the other way that the clothes fit feel like they're fitting a bit better right. uh, so whilst that remains i think i'll just leave that leave that where it is really not worry too much about it because yeah quite happy quite happy with what i'm doing at the moment nice man nice so, yeah okay okay can i just give you a training update before Absolutely. before i go into my surprise feature absolutely so um i've been coasting a bit since the marathon uh didn't manage to find a way to fit another race in that i could actually register for uh around um life commitments really my other half's been away a lot plus she had the half marathon last week by the way she smashed that i've yes indeed she first did. half marathon one hour 55 absolute blinder she did really 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 well crazy um, it's just great. She's, she's doing pace. so well. Absolutely amazing pace. I know. I know. Um, yeah, she was she was going into it feeling quite anxious because she picked up a bit of a knee twinge during training and all those sorts of things. I was like, no, you, you got it. You have got it genuinely. And she gave me a pace prediction for um, how fast she thought she was going to do it. Mm. And um, I attempted to take the kids on the train from our house out through town to what is essentially the bot the bottom of the course before it returns yeah if that if that makes sense because it goes it goes out of the city and then it goes to a particular suburb and it goes sort of around that suburb and then it comes back on itself and then back into town so that's where yeah that's where they return um the train line there is on the literal return point and i thought well i'll take the kids out there because i need something to pad for time anyway and with it being sunday there wasn't a lot of services there's like one every half hour yeah so we we got off the train walked up onto the bridge got a vantage point watched the runners there's a mixture of marathon people who'd set up in the morning and the first wave of the half marathon coming through and i was like right we probably won't see mummy 
uh, we have to leave. We've got a hard cut off of um, when we see that train coming up in the distance, we have to go down the steps and get on the platform. And about four minutes before that, and about 10 minutes earlier than she thought she was going to be, she shot past us. What do you think that is then? Just adrenaline of the day? Yeah. If, she, if, yeah, she's, so that, if she's quite that far ahead of her own pace predictions. Totally, yeah. Um, she was going, oh, I'll probably be doing it sort of like nine tens. And yeah. she, was, she was doing it, she was blazing along. So we, we didn't actually manage to see her in town. She was in the middle of a pack as she came up the finish line. So, and, and as you know, she's quite little. So if there's a couple of tall men around her, she's not going to be seen. Um, mm. So we, we missed her there. So it was good that we saw her, saw her finishing. Um, but yeah, in terms of my own running, we, we booked a 10K in for this weekend gone. Um, so coming off of the marathon and then Karina coming off of the half, we knew we had this event this week a week out for her from the half marathon and you know, six, seven weeks out for me from the marathon. I've not really felt in good Nick. I've not been, not been putting enough effort in and I've not been, I haven't felt very quick. And, um, yesterday we talked about optimal conditions yesterday. It was freezing cold mm-hmm. and I was running in the park. It was a cross country run in the mud and there was a lot of headwind and I smashed my 10 K absolutely nice. dist- absolutely destroyed it uh i brought it in in 47 11 by my watch because i was a little bit back at the start i think it's 47 13 on the gun right and i came in 40th in a field that was mostly club runners that's very good what's so that, i was what's that pace wise that's that's low isn't it that's very low um i right so my watch didn't record it as being a 10k Right. Um, but obviously it's been measured as a 10K and it's all official UK athletic stuff, so I'm going to count it as a 10K. So it's going to be quicker than what my watch says. My watch gives a pace of 7.50. Yeah. But it's dropped a quarter of a mile. So it's probably about 7.45, I guess. Yeah. That's very um, good. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked with that, mate. Um, I don't think I can run it faster, though. I really don't. Maybe on, Maybe on the road. Yeah. Maybe on the road I could, but I, I, you know, I was talking about feeling like I was at my mechanical limit. Yes, a few weeks ago, I think you know, again, I, th- I think that my stamina is there. It's it's just that my body doesn't want to go any faster than that. My my tendons and my ligaments yeah. are just not. Well, I, I was I was mentioning to uh, this weekend. I was saying about the I was chatting to him about my five k, and I was like, the thing is, there was I could not put any more effort in. The only way I could go faster is to somehow improve my technique. So that I become a more of <laughs> like a more physically efficient runner because I couldn't. Sorry, be... There's a reason why I laughed, which isn't a slight on you. I'll tell you one in a second. Sorry. Okay, well, okay so I, I was like, I'm putting the maximum effort in. I've got good cardiovascular health and like fitness. Um, the thing that I would need to change to kind of substantially go beyond where I am is either to lose a load more weight so I'm carrying less weight, or to kind of physically work on my technique so that I can put the same amount of effort in and the same amount of cardiovascular work in, but to just physically move quicker. And I don't think I've really got, I'm not going to get a trainer to help me with that. So I don't know if there's much I can do about that. Yeah. Why were you laughing at me? And, so and upsetting me, triggering me. You. I'm just going to send you something now. Um, oh, after me bigging up my laptop's trackpad. There we are. Got it. Uh, hopefully this will come straight through with minimum delay. You were... Think maybe uh, maybe I want to work on my technique, mate. Just have a look at this photograph that's coming through. <laughs> Probably want to work on my technique, don't I, mate? <laughs> your posture there. 
<laughs> wow. Your posture. So Nick is looking at me sprint finishing up a hill. Um, I, I will put this in show notes somehow. Um, <clears throat> I do that same thing with my hands when I'm working really hard at running. Uh, there's, there's another one coming up there. The background to the, to this picture is that because my watch was under recording the miles, I knew where I was in the park. Cause it's my local park. And I was like, okay, it looks like we've got about 0.4 of a mile left. So whilst it would make sense for us to come to the bottom of this track around this hedge and then get told you're on the finish line, I know there's another little loop mm. that can also send us to the finish line. We must be doing that. And I got to this hedge at the bottom of this trail and the guy went across the road, straight up the hill, finish line, about 200 metres. So like, what? So I started trying to put the hammer down and then I could see the clock and I could see the, it was on 46 and 50. And I was like, I've got to try and push to get it under 47 minutes. But there, there wasn't any chance because it was, it was a hill and I was already, I was still already Usain Bolt too far away. <laughs> um, you know I mean? You look like working. No one could accuse yeah, you of not putting effort in. I really recognize the guy in the picture as well. Uh, 604. He was lovely because, um, he I think I've worked with him in the past. I don't I he can't just, quite place him. He, he oh, I don't know. Maybe you have. I don't know. He just, um, he got in a little bit quicker because somebody shouted to him that there was someone just behind him. <laughs> man, <laughs> man on, man on. <laughs> yeah, one on your shoulder, mate. Uh, <laughs> so he pushed it hard again. And as he stood at the end, he was like, oh, thanks for that, mate. And he kind of shook my hand. I was like, yeah, mate, that's great. <laughs> Glad to uh, be your pace, man. But yeah, possibly I need to work on my, my technique. I might be able to get a bit quicker, I think is the, uh, is the thing from, from that. So, um, I have notes, well, I've notes on your technique, but we'll leave it to ne- next week. Oh, thanks mate. I, I don't think that's indicative of my normal technique. I uh, look well, much more we'll, normally. we'll talk about it next week. I've got oh, notes. Okay. No, that's good. That's, that's good. fine. Can't wait. Well, she also got a PB for a 10 K, but I did show you the pictures yesterday. She got, harassed by a dog well, that, that might help with dog chasing you so oh dear um do you want do you want your surprise or do you want to wait for next week for that i think we might have to wait you might have to tantalize me a little bit further because i think we might get interrupted very shortly if we continue to record so uh i think we we'll have to wrap this one up for this week nice to have a nice tight hour record for once yeah yeah it is um do you want me to end the show that would be nice okay <laughs> Um, thanks for listening no you don't get a way of doing that I've perfectly and nicely honed the intro to this show now I've let all my uh, anxieties about it go and I fully commit to it you you need to commit to the outro if you need to improve it John if you need to rewrite it to make it better that's one thing but you're you're not getting away with that Okay, uh, go to runnerpod.com where you can look through our old episodes. You probably would listen through the old episodes, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, read, read about the old, the old episodes. Uh, you can read some show notes there, and we've also got uh, very occasional blog posts. If you have any comments, questions, or thoughts, please tweet us at runnerpod, or you can email us um, podcast at runnerpod.com. That's all for now. Thanks. Leave a review. Peace. You don't look like a runner. With Nick and John.